1: Join Saints Happy Hour Fan Club today. We'll mail you the best swag. You'll get exclusive access to our daily Saints podcast. And you can talk football 24-7 with other Saints fans in our Discord channel. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today.
2: This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football, everyone has a hard time listening to Dave, and is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Welcome in
1: to... Another edition of Saints Happy Hour podcast. This one is free, courtesy of Bet Online and Manscaped. But you should sign up and become a Saints patron and get access to our daily podcast every single day. You get access to episodes early, and more importantly, you get Andrew's fantastic blog post and write up where he does a deep dive into stats and analytics and film, and it's amazing. And you should do it. And that's the t- topic today. And I got to say, Andrew, we are going to burn Saints Twitter to the ground because you did a deep dive no. on on uh, Marshawn Lattimore, and your conclusion is the Saints are more than, more than not likely to trade him next offseason. And I got to say, Saints fans, we are emotional about corner. We saw so many – years of atrocious cornerback play that we finally have a very good one you can argue whether he's elite or top five or whatever that we finally have a good one and that you're talking that they're probably going to ship him off next offseason because they don't want to pay him people are going to come at you with the fucking torches
3: (laughs) uh i'm kind of leaning that way right now Um, so, you know, I think here's the deal, Ralph. So there's a couple facets to this. And the first is that he's going to be on a one year, roughly $10 million deal next year. You know, so he's going to play out this season and then he'll be on a one year, $10 million deal next year. There is the combination of his, his play. So there's just like, do you want to keep the player or not? You know, and, and so, it's going to cost a lot of money. I mean, we we're seeing what these cornerback contracts look like, and if you're going to pay an elite one, I mean, Darius Slay, I think is making seventeen million a year. And his so, contract you know,
1: that, is his contract is not will not be Lattimore's because Darius Slay is old. Right? Well, that's the thing. Like right now,
3: Slay is the highest paid corner in the league, and I, I just think. Yeah, Lattimore could easily ask for more than that. And, Lattimore, and like you said, Slade didn't even have a good year last year. So, I mean, having Lattimore's play dropping off a little bit is not going to affect his wallet. You know, he, he's going to want top five cornerback money, and, if not highest paid.
1: And here's the thing. Remember, the Rams are in the exact same position. The, Texan, they're, the Rams and Jalen Ramsey are in the exact same position as the Texans were with Laramie Tunsil where they gave up two number ones for a guy and they simply have to pay him whatever he wants because it's a disaster if they walk out the door and leave. You can't give up two number ones for a guy and then have them leave. It just it, it you cannot you cannot have it from a team standpoint, a, PA, a PR functioning standpoint, any of it. And so Ramsey's contract is going to be freaking ridiculous and he's gonna get paid before Lattimore so it complicates the contract all of it but I want to start with it's a tough deal I will get to that but I let's start with his play because Mm -hmm. PFF you dove into their statistics they're like he's declined he's really not that great he's not elite you to start, disagree with that assessment. So I found that interesting that you vehemently disagreed with their assessment of him as a player. To start with, but you don't want to pay him. But let's start there. You don't agree with PFF's grades on him. Why?
3: Well, his rookie year, his stats were otherworldly. You know, So I, I don't really think you can compare his rookie year to the last two years because he, he hasn't played at that level since he was a rookie. And, you know, I think part of it is team, the cat's out of the bag teams know how good he is. And so, you know, they're just not going to take risks. Like they're only going to throw at Lattimore if they're very confident the receivers open or the play's going to work or like they're not testing him, you know, just, just for the sake of testing him anymore. So, you know, I, I don't know that we can go back to having a season like he had his rookie year, you know, that, 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 ship may have sailed and in fact year two you know he, about 13.7 percent of so 13.7 percent of passes passing plays went in his direction his rookie year that's how many times he was targeted uh, that dropped to 12.1 percent in year two so teams were throwing at him less in year two kind of realizing hey this guy's an established and, and so you know passing plays 12 percent of passes going his way that's not many you know, it's almost, you know, it's almost one out of 10. So uh, teams are shying away from throwing at him. That went back up to rookie levels last year. So he, he saw a little bit more targets percentage wise. But, you know, overall, he's kind of been in that same ballpark of teams. They don't really throw much at him. His production has gone down. There, there's no question about it. And I believe that whereas he was a top five corner in the league in terms of production as a rookie, He's really kind of been like a top 20 corner since. You know, so these last two years, his level of play, at times, you know, he's had the games like he had against Mike Evans where he shuts out Mike Evans. He's had games like that where he's absolutely a top five corner. And then he's had games where he struggled. And so I kind of land that he's in the top 20 cornerback in the league range based on his play the last couple of years. But if you look at the numbers specifically, He actually last year gave up the lowest completion percentage of his career, 53 percent, which is much lower than 64 percent the year before. Uh, His yards per catch were much lower last year than they were in 2018. So his pass breakups were higher last year versus 2018. So there's a lot of metrics and stats where you look at it and you say, actually, you can make an argument. 2019 was a little bit better than 2018 the only thing is interceptions and you know quarterback rating is a little bit higher because he didn't get as many interceptions and quarterback rating is severely they, affected by interceptions have, so he had four he had four in 2018 he had just
1: one last year do they have a stat in pff like interception dropped they don't. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will soon be in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Bet Online has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be in on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice Is
4: Right, where he talks. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
1: talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Uh, no,
3: and See? he had a couple of those. And remember, he also had a couple picks that were called back because of uh, penalties away That's from true. him
1: yeah that's last
3: true. year so yeah i i just think picks like picks is like it's this huge stat boost i think pff maybe overrates like you get an interception they give you a big grade boost i just think like quarterback rating is affected significantly if you have an interception so i just think like interceptions are kind of lucky you know it takes a little bit of luck to get it sounds one Sounds like to me and he was unlucky last year with it that
1: sounds stat. like to me and obviously look i'm not a I'm not a stat guy like you, Andrew, but it seems to me like when you talk, you talk about interceptions for corners the way fantasy football analysts talk about touchdowns, where they're like, just because a guy scored thirteen touchdowns this year doesn't mean he's going to do it again, and it that is a very it's a wild variance. Yeah, is there's that, a huge variance. I, I would var- say
3: it's even more variance than touchdowns. I, I would say it's even more pronounced. In terms of just, yeah, you know how it can vary from year to year. Sometimes you're just getting a ton of targets. I mean, remember Jason David? He was getting thrown at so much that he actually he had seasons with a
1: high number of picks.
3: Yeah. And Jason David had good hands. Playing great, he was had good hands. I'll give him that. Like when,
2: him.
1: when he had a chance to get a pick, he got a pick. The problem was he was getting <laughs> burned to a crisp eight out of ten times. You know? Yeah, and I, look, I think again,
3: I would just go back to Lattimore when you consider that in 2017 and in 2018 he, he was getting 80 targets for the year and he came up with five picks and then four picks that is outrageous that is a ton of interceptions for how my, I mean that he was intercepting 5% of what was being thrown his way no which, it's higher than high, f- it's
1: higher than 5% it's it's it, eight, 5% would be intercept 5 out of 100 he was 5 out of 80 In
3: 2017, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So So, um, anyway, I mean, his interception levels were were high. So, um, you know, I think he was just maybe a little bit unlucky last year. But, you know, it's crazy to me. So like PFF last year said that he was the 63rd best corner in the league. And the year before, they rated him 17th and i just think when you compare how he did in 2018 to 2019 there's really not much of a difference Ralph like the only difference is maybe he i mean he didn't he gave up less touchdowns he gave up less completions he had more breakups you know what i mean really yeah. the only thing you can point to and we can talk about run defense, but honestly, nah, like, I don't give a shit. He, about he's a good, defense. he's a good run defender. I don't give it's a shit. It's not about, his primary
1: responsibility. I like, I'm don't not, give. I'm not going to rake him over the coals shit about stuff. run defense for corners. Don't, yeah. Don't come yeah. at me with that. I don't care.
3: Well, he's good. He's above average, and you know, I, I, I just think the bottom line is it. We're we're talking about his coverage here. That's his primary responsibility, and there's just, I mean, for him to drop from 17th best corner in the league to. 63rd in the league is, is ridiculous. So I, I, I don't buy that. And then the other thing I'll say is that they ranked him as the 25th best player on the saints roster last year. I had him, you know, I, I grade all the players. I had him 11th. So, you know, 11th, I would say is low for Lattimore. I mean, Lattimore should be a top five, top seven player on the saints roster. And if he's coming in at 11, that's not a great year for him. And, you know, I didn't do the player grades the year before, but, you know, he was probably right around there, 10 or 11. And so I, I just I, I disagree strongly with PFF that there was a massive drop off, that he's continuing to decline. I just think the level of performance in 18 and 19 was pretty similar. Uh, and again, I would just reiterate to me as a rookie, he was a top five corner. And since then, he's kind of consistent, inconsistently, consistently. <laughs> I know that makes no sense but he, he's been consistent at being inconsistent which has put him in the top 20
1: well here's the thing speaking. with Lattimore we, we know when he played against Mike Evans in the 2018 divisional playoff game against the Eagles we know that when Lattimore is at his best he can be a top two corner in the NFL like we we've yes. seen it right yes so that's yes. what's frustrating about him well, he was thing, at his best his whole rookie
3: year, Yeah, pretty the much. Thing, you know? the so that's, that, that's, the, that's the ceiling.
1: The, the argument for paying him is so fraught for Saints fans. Because like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we know the history of Saints at corner. Brandon Brown or Jason Dave and all of it. It's all just horrible. And then finally have a good one. Maybe the best you can make an argument. Lattimore's the best corner in the history of the Saints. That's how bad they've been at corner for fifty plus years. Yep. I I think that is I think that is a legitimate argument you can make. So it beca- that all that said it. So then the argument to pay him becomes very. Difficult, and the Saints have $252 million committed to the cap next year that's probably going to be lower because of the coronavirus. So Mickey Loomis, we know he can do his Loomis math, but even he has constraints, and, and they have they have a bunch of guys they have to pay. And the, the hardest thing for me with Lattimore is people are like, well, I don't care about if the Saints have to pay him an extra $2, 3000000 million a year. Who cares? It's not my money. And and I, I get that to a certain extent, but the thing is he's going to want – to be the highest-paid corner in the history of the league. So when you're talking that kind of money, I need a guy that I know 100% is a top five guy at his position every goddamn week. And you
3: and and you know that about Michael Thomas. I know right? that about Michael Thomas. Like Michael Thomas, right. I was
1: like, pay him. I don't – 20, 25, whatever. Like, I, I, I would argue you know that
3: about Ramcheck.
1: Yeah, well, Ramchek yeah. is a little bit different. The only thing about Ramchek we won't get to do—I I worry about his health a little bit because he—he sure. had long term. He had health problems coming in. That's why they picked him thirty second, and he's had even though he's always never missed games for the Saints, he's had a lot of injury issues that he breaks down by the end of the year. He's wearing the Robocop armor, that sort of thing. But with Latimore, like. I, I can't make you the highest-paid corner in the NFL. Like, you, you to me, you haven't shown that. But on the flip Not side, Andrew, yeah. if the Saints go to trade him next offseason and the, the situation is, hey, either we pay him to be the highest-paid corner or we trade him and get a first-round pick or we just make him play out the last year of his deal, which with the new collective bargaining agreement, they completely can do that. I think I would rather him play it out than get a first round pick for him because I just feel like the value of having him on your roster for one more year would be higher than a first round pick, especially if it's from a team that you think is gonna be in like the twenty-four to thirty-two range. So I think mm-hmm. this this with Lattimore is very very fraught what the Saints do here because it's a it's a key it's a key decision because when you pay Lattimore if you make him the highest paid corner or a top three paid corner that is a commitment that you know Loomis can do his cap gymnastics but you won't be able to sign middle class guys it will constrain you in some sort of way we can argue what way but if you make Lattimore the highest paid corner it's going to constrain your cap and I just right now I can't do it oh. My God, men, start taking notes because manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience and they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh, one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You need to try this out yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Once again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. Your balls will thank you.
3: So let's talk specifically about the cap next year.
1: Uh,
3: The Saints currently are at $252 million in terms of committed salaries. And there is a floor currently due to pandemic reasons of one seventy-five. million. If that sounds scary to you, it should. Um, that's 80 million. The Saints, as of right now, are 80 million over the cap. Now, it's not necessarily going to be 175. That's the floor. It could end up being higher than that. But, you know, depending on how long the coronavirus continues to last, if there's a vaccine or not, if the yeah. economy bounces back, what the TV deals look like, I mean, there, who knows what that's going to look like. But if it's 175, Ralph, Loomis is operating at a negative 80 million before the offseason even starts. And so I have always said, hey, I'm not going to doubt Mickey Loomis. He's going to find a way to make it work. Those are all true. I, I still believe that. But I think you're, you're being dishonest to yourself if you don't acknowledge this is the most challenging cap offseason that Mickey Loomis they never, will have to deal with. Mickey in Loomis, his they didn't
1: prepare no team prepared for this and the Saints have always operated on the edge of the cap universe. Like the Saints are like a mad scientist, they're always on the edge of what is possible with your salary cap and the part of that was you know g- Tom Benson and Gail Benson allow the Saints to do that. It's it, That is real money that the Saints have to shift shift around, but they allow them to do that. But part of it is Mickey Loomis was like, the salary cap is going to go up 10 to $15 million every well, year. Well, yeah,
3: here's the thing. We joke that it's a Ponzi scheme, Ralph, and a Ponzi scheme is fine and it works as long as cash keeps coming in. That's right. Right. But once, a, once cash stops coming in, that's when <laughs> you skip you, – you, that's, that's when right. you leave the country – yeah. You know, and, and you're never to be found again and you change your name. That, that's like so if cash is not coming in, if they don't have the same surplus of cash, then the Ponzi scheme blows up in your face. Well, and so, the
1: thing is, when Mickey Loomis did all these deals, well, some of them, you know, I mean, they knew the pandemic was coming. They knew it was it was here. So when they did some of these deals, but, you know,
2: we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. And support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret?
4: Two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Autotrader. They're really good at numbers. (laughs) Autotrader. When
1: he had in January and even February, when he's planning out and he's looking at the 2021 cap, and he's like, Well, it's 200. We're, we're, we're at 250 million. He looked at it and is like, That's not a big deal because the salary cap is going to project at 215 or 220. I just extend check I extend Lattimore, do a couple of things, boom, I'm right there, you know? Right. And that was a exactly. fair assessment. Then Corona came, and the Ponzi scheme <laughs> may or may not collapse. Well, and it I may, just... it
3: may double what. Mickey Loomis was expecting he was expecting to maybe be 40 million off which you know is much easier to navigate than than 80 so so anyway bringing this back to Lattimore I mean there's a couple things like just quick I mean if Breeze retires I think they save about 13 million so you know (laughs) that brings them from 80 to 67 million they're going to restructure guys like Onyemata Michael Thomas you know they'll get a bunch of money from these free agents they just signed just by restructuring so there'll be some wins there Uh, But then you just look at Ramchak's contract and you look at Lattimore's and let's take Lattimore here. okay? so he's got one year, $10 million. And if you cut him, which obviously is I mean, unless he goes full Darius, guys, that's not going to happen. But but if you were to cut him, there's no dead money. So you would get full 10 million in relief. Or if you trade him, you get the full 10 million in relief. If you give him the Darius Slay contract, exactly, he's going to want more than that. But just just for the sake of this argument, Darius Slay was 4.3 million against the cap in year one. So even though he was the highest paid corner, you get short term relief for long term commitment, right? So that's how that's how these salaries are typically structured. Let's say it's 4.3 million for Lattimore, you get 5.7 million dollars worth of relief by extending him to a huge contract. So it it would be both in Lattimore's self-interest because he wants a long-term deal, he wants the financial commitment, and the Saints to give themselves cap relief in year one. It actually makes sense. It might actually make more sense for them to extend him than it would to play him on his current contract and let the year play out. So my view is... Based on how the Saints are struggling financially, I don't think Lattimore playing on his contract next year is a viable path. I, my prediction is that that will not happen. The Saints will either give him a new deal so that that number is much lower and much more cap-friendly because of what's going on, or they will trade him and get full relief because if they trade him, then that, the $10 million is off the books completely. So yeah. if a team comes knocking at your door, your cap situation is a mess, and someone's offering you a first or a second for Lattimore, I think the Saints strongly consider it, and I'm currently leaning that way.
1: Uh, if I'm the Saints, I'm not take. there's no way I'm taking a second-round pick for Lattimore. I'll just work out the cap situation, and it'll be difficult. But I'm making yeah. him play. I you. just
3: think next year there's a strong chance if Breeze is retiring, it might be like a reset, rebuild year. Yeah, especially when you consider the cap. And if the Saints are like, look, we're going to be bad anyway, we got to deal with this cap well, issue for ne- at least a year.
1: I don't necessarily. It might not necessarily think. You know, Mickey Loomis has said, look, we don't, we're not in that, we're not in the position where we think post breeze we're going to have to reset and all that. But the thing is, like, think of it this way, right? Saints, they go whatever the season is. But they win the Super Bowl, right? So you get the Super Bowl parade. We got the DVD. We got the merch. We got the swag. It's fantastic, right? We're, we're in the afterglow of the championship. That is actually the perfect time to trade Lattimore. Because then you can say, hey, we just won the Super Bowl. We're doing the reset, you know? My thing is, if I'm trading Lattimore... And say, I, I'm trying to think of a, of a team that would come come along and and want to want to want to do. Say say the Browns go 10 and 6, and they're like, we need a corner, so they give you like the 24th pick. I, like I'm just like, that is not like that is not enough for Lattimore. Like I need, and I'm not saying you need two number ones like Ramsey. But like the twenty fourth to the thirty second pick or whatever, that's not enough for him. I just this yeah. Is... I, I I'm
3: with you. Uh, but I, I mean, if you consider what Ramsey with what, what the Rams gave up for Ramsey, some team may give that up for a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. I, let's say it's a first and a third. I I think think with that comp combined with maybe you're doing a little bit of a rebuild, maybe combined with Breeze retiring. I, I just lean towards him being traded. I really do, Ralph. And, well, and again, I think- to me, like I, I would lean that way regardless. But I think once you add the fact that he's not consistent, he's a top twenty corner, but really he's not a top twenty corner. He's a top five corner when he's good, and he's just kind of average when he's bad. You know, he and so like it shakes out at twenty, but it's not like he's consistently a top twenty corner. He's Sometimes the top five, sometimes top 50, depending on, you know, what shows up that day, you know, and I would say he's more consistently top five than not, but, you know, it shakes out at top 20. So again, like I, I just think for the lack of consistency, now we, we're going to have a full another year here of a lot of more performance and that, that may change things. You know, like you said, if the saints win a super bowl or if he has the best year of his career or if he, if he drops down significantly, he might be more affordable. He might be more inclined to take a team-friendly deal. So, you know, there's, there's a bunch of things that can happen. He may get injured. You know, that will affect his value. So
4: mm-hmm.
3: there's, a, there's a lot of things that can happen this year that still color which way the Saints would go. But I think as things stand today— I'm not making that investment in Lattimore when I can get probably a King ransom in a trade <laughs> and I get cap relief in a year where the saints desperately need it.
4: But
1: I'm scared, Andrew. I don't want to go back to the, the shitty days of shitty corners. Like that. Well, I hear you. Cause like
3: yours, Jenkins is your number one corner and you may want to get rid of him too, based on your cap. If he, if he's too old. So, I mean, what, where, where does that leave you in terms of starting corners? Uh, that would be a terrifying prospect. I agree.
1: It is, I, but being scared of that is no reason to pay a guy top three money if you don't believe he's a top three corner consistently. That's where you. That's where teams fuck up. You get desperate right. and you're like, we got to pay him because the alternative is bad. And you know, it's one thing to do what the Saints did with Andres Pete, where they were like, look, we cannot go back at guard, and we have to pay him a little bit more than what we want to. But they're not paying Andres Pete top two guard money in the NFL, right? For Lattimore, right. that's what it's going to be. You're going to have to pay him either the highest paid or the second highest paid. I really believe that. So it's it's a it's it's different financial decision on a, it's on a whole other level. So I just think it, it's a it's a tough decision. I. I I lean against it just because I need I need more than like a mid-to-late first-round pick for Lattimore. But, Andrew, I'm going to tell you a financial decision that's amazing, and that's signing up for Saints Happy Hour Fan Club. You get Andrew's write-up of Lattimore's uh, statistics, his play, all of it. You get all of Andrew's write-ups. You get the booze bundle. You get access to every podcast every day, early podcast, and you get access to our Discord channel where – All the Saints fans, we're having fun, we're doing it's it's amazing, it's it's incredible. You should do it. So all I'm saying is ten dollars, give us a try for one month, and you do that, you get the booze bundle, see how you like us. If you don't leave, but you're gonna love it, you get the booze bundle, you get the Saints player legend card. It's amazing. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Thanks for joining us. We will see you again tomorrow.